Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. You can make AmericaOutloud.com your one-stop shop for all your news needs. It's a great website. Highly recommend you guys go check that out if you have not done so already. In addition to that, you can find our full archive of shows, over 200 shows up from just us over at AmericaOutloud.com, not to mention thousands of other shows uh, from the other podcast up on America Out Loud. Well, we hope you all had a great holiday. Uh, I know it was cold here in Illinois. I heard the same thing out there in uh, New York. Seems like most of the country had a pretty cold Christmas. It was the coldest Christmas in the past 40 years. I mean, uh, leading up to Christmas, like Thursday night, we got hit with three or four inches of snow. Then all of a sudden, the temperatures were uh, negative 20 with the wind chills around negative 40 for Thursday and Friday and even Saturday morning. It was still like negative 30 uh, wind chill on Christmas Eve. So it was a cold Christmas, the coldest one I can ever remember. In fact, it was the coldest Christmas in the past 40 years. So I guess that confirms it was the coldest Christmas that I've ever experienced. And boy, did it live up. Rob, how was it out there in uh, New York and on the East Coast? Is it cold out there as well? I got to say it was cold. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And as you said, I hope you guys had a great holiday. But yeah, it was cold. I don't know how cold, if this was like the coldest Christmas, uh, but it was cold. It got down to six degrees. And I think a couple of years back, before the pandemic hit, it was 2018, there were a couple of days and months whereby the temperatures were always down in the like three degrees, five degrees. I don't know if it came up on Christmas, but it was extremely cold. No snow, but it was cold. We didn't get snow here. Buffalo, New York, as we see, got right. I think, 15 inches, a lot of snow. Yeah, I just read a story about some girl who got snowed in her car and was stuck. She couldn't get out, and the rescuers couldn't find her because she was literally buried in snow, and she ended up passing away in her car wow. uh, from the cold. It's just like, geez, it's horrific up there. When I was driving, I don't drive here in New York, but I would always carry water supply in my trunk and a quilt blanket just in case something like that were to happen. And they tell people to do it, especially when you're living in places like Buffalo, New York, Canada or Minnesota or Michigan, where it does get cold and you get stuck in traffic. And I've seen a lot of stories about people getting stuck in traffic and can't get out and then they run out of fuel. So I encourage all people, again, to fill up. I know gas prices are high thanks to Joe Biden, and it's by design because they want everyone to move to electric cars. And even with the electric cars, Andrew, I read one story whereby a guy found it very difficult to find a charging port because it was so cold and he had to go so far. And I think even when he found one, the thing was out of commission. But this is what this administration, they're (laughs) trying to push everyone toward. And as I said, this is by design, folks. Don't think this isn't by design. They don't care about high gas prices, the oil. They could care less about it. I know that Biden is planning on going to Venezuela to the enemy camp to get oil, but they don't care. They want you to suffer. As Pete Buttigieg said, this is just the price you have to pay to change the way we're living. 
Yeah, and maybe if you're driving around San Francisco or something like that, the electric car works great. But just from my own experience, say I've got like low air in my tires, for example, seems like whenever you stop for put air in your tire, those machines are always out of service. You got to hit up, you know, three or four gas stations before you find one where you can actually put air in your tire. I couldn't imagine having to charge my car. Um, you imagine going to these machines, like you said, out of service, and then who knows when the next charging point is. I mean, some of these big cities, they've got them all over. But if you're in a more rural area, uh, good luck charging your cars, particularly in this cold weather. And they don't care. They're okay with it. And they want you to be okay with it. And I guess you are okay with the some of you because you voted for a lot of these representatives and senators you voted for it. Regardless of prices, the prices are through the roof. Regardless of food supply shortages, I go into the store, some of the shelves, they're bare. Even this Christmas, they're saying that people spent less, although I saw a lot of people at the store shopping. But I guess overall, retailers aren't seeing the money to come in as it had come in under the Trump administration. But our media, our biased media, and they are biased, our incompetent media, the media that's working against the American people, and we know that to be true from the Twitter files, they don't care, and they don't want you to care, and many of you apparently don't care, because if you did care, you would be out in the streets, and you would be protesting and saying, this is not right, what's happening here is not right. Now, I know that a lot of people aren't tuned into the Twitter files that are being released, but it has shown us, and Andrew has shown us rather, and Andrew and I, we've talked about this for almost two years or more, that the FBI and the CIA, they're corrupt. The Biden administration is corrupt. Obama's administration is corrupt. I even said that the FBI needs to be disbanded, dissembled, and just done all over again. So all the stories that we've heard in the past about the FBI, if they killed JFK, if they killed Martin Luther King, I don't think this is conspiracy theory anymore. I think this is relevant to ask because we see now how they're acting, how they're censoring Americans, how they're going after Americans when we're saying we don't want our children exposed to a gay agenda. Yes, there is a gay agenda. I don't care what Anderson Cooper says, there is a gay agenda. Why is it now we see so many gay people out front? Why is it now that Biden administration has transgender people that are deviant that have been caught in crimes running through the White House, whereas you or I can't get to the White House without a security clearance? Why is that? And then you want to tell me there isn't a gay agenda, there isn't a trans agenda, there isn't a corrupt agenda? And just one other point here. I want to talk about, because we're going to talk about a lot of things here, because this is like kind of coming to a crescendo, the end year end show. But I don't know if you guys have heard about this gentleman in New York, George Santos. He's a representative elect in New York. There's a lot of hoopla about him because they say that he lied on his resume. He lied and said that he was Jewish. He lied and said that he had gone to different schools and he hadn't gone. Now, he won his election. They said that he lied and said that he was gay. They said that he's not gay, but apparently he was married and I guess he's in a gay relationship. I don't know. But here's my take on it. I don't give a rat's patootie about this guy's past. He won the election. Let him go forth. I don't like what he did. But if you think that I'm going to get my underwear and a wad and say that he needs to step down, absolutely not. Why should I? Joe Biden hasn't stepped down. He won the election unfairly. So why should we get all up in rage over George Santos, Republicans? Why are you all mad at George Santos? And you're not mad about Joe Biden. You won't impeach Joe Biden. He's not protecting our borders. That is an impeachable offense. He's not protecting our borders. He's, he's allowing us to be invaded by foreigners. 
You don't think that's impeachable, but you want to get all in a, a tizzy over George Santos because he embellished his resume and he won the election. He won the election fair and square. People, he didn't cheat. He didn't go out and cheat with voters like Joe Biden had the FBI and the CIA in his corner censoring information so that the American people wouldn't know the truth about him and Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's dealings with China, Joe Biden's dealings with China. That's an impeachable offense. Our borders are being breached by foreigners who are coming in, living off our taxpayer money. They're giving food and shelter during this cold season that we're having, whereas Americans aren't. And you're going to go after George Santos? Republicans, get your heads on straight. It's time to play the game the right way. The rules have changed. And if you want to go after George Santos and not go after Joe Biden and say he should be impeached, there's something wrong here. That's the reason why we're losing elections. Look at Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs. Oh, I think we should censor her. We should make her pay almost a half a million dollars because she wanted a recount of the election. She wanted it looked at. And in my opinion, they still didn't look at it the right way. How could they? When Katie Hobbs was over the election, of course she cheated. Of course she lied. Of course she probably hid documents that we'll never be able to find. And then the judge saying, okay, we will hear this. A lot of people, oh, high five, the judge is going to hear it. Yeah, but what did he hear exactly? Or was he just making it seem as if, though, he was going to make certain that this was a fair election? Because if he was going to do that, he would have said, no, the same thing they did in, six. I think it was 1700 or 1800. They redid the election. It's not going to hurt them to redo the election, to make certain that everything was fair and square, to make certain that Katie Hobbs, who was the secretary of state handling the election, would have been removed so that there wouldn't have been any presence of maybe she did maybe she did it they would have said we want you to step aside you're not controlling this we're going to bring in someone to control the election so by the judge saying we will hear Carrie Lake we'll give her her day in court it was meaningless it was all lip service smoke screens and mirrors to make you think the voters that he was doing the right thing when in actuality he already knew the way he was going to rule and now they want to censor Carrie Lake yeah we should censor her and what does that mean make her pay half a million dollar fine and guess who's going to go to the law firm of Mark Elias, a big Democrat. They always roll him out whenever there's a discrepancy with the elections. Then he comes in with some phony baloney machination. And everyone, oh my, this is so deep and all oh, this has to be right. No, it isn't. But you know what he knows he's counting on? That no one is going to challenge it. Ronna McDaniel, she's not going to challenge it because she's too busy trying to have plastic surgery. So she doesn't have time to challenge what he's saying. She doesn't have time to recruit lawyers and tell them, look, we've got your back. So that if they come after you and say that they're not going to allow you to work again, we've got your back. We're going to find work for you. And I spoke about this the other day or the other night about deep pocket Republicans who sit back and complain and they have us as foot soldiers out there taking all the shots. And they're behind these glass doors. They don't have to worry about it. But we, the foot soldiers, get all the shots. We're being taken to, to court. We're being put in jail held as political prisoners. Look at all the political prisoners from Jan 6. How many of these deep pocket Republicans put out money to help them? I know one did, Donald Trump, and then they criticize him. How many of the others? Oh, well, we're not going to because people might come out and they might protest us. They might say that we did something wrong. They might hurt our bottom line. Whereas we foot soldiers are out there taking all the shots, being abused. Our families are put out there. I read one story of a family whose child was removed from the home because they didn't want the child to take the vaccine. I read another story of a young girl working at a hospital, was due for a kidney transplant. And when it's time for her to get it, the hospital, oh, we can't do it because you didn't take the vaccine. 
So what is she supposed to do, die? How many of these deep-pocket Republicans went to her defense and said, hey, we'll put the money up. We'll help you fight this battle. Very few. Then some would say, well, they're doing it, but you just don't know their names. Well, we need to know their names so that we can say thank you. Because right now, I don't see it happening. We sit there and complain, these deep pocketers, oh, they're taking over the country. But what are you doing about it? Are you starting schools? Are you helping these teachers out? Are you helping the parents out that are pushing back? Or are you just reading the paper and saying, oh, this is bad? And then pitting Republicans against Republicans or giving money to Mitch McConnell so that Mitch McConnell can have his agenda and support people like Lisa Mikowski, Susan Collins. They're not Republicans. So we will enter into the new year, 2023, with the same thing. And then a, a lot of you want to jump on the bandwagon and attack Trump. Oh, Trump, Trump. Okay, Trump has faults. He makes mistakes. He might not think it, but he makes a lot of mistakes. But he's out there taking the shots. He's out there with his family being attacked. Them threatening to take down his empire that he built. Look at the tax returns. Why do we need to see the tax returns? And then this Jan 6 committee. Who's going after them? Who's standing up and saying this makes no sense? Well, the foot soldiers. While the other folks are just sitting by looking. Even the ones that we've elected, Andrew, our elected officials, sitting back doing the same thing. Now, you guys know how I feel about Kevin McCarthy being Speaker of the House. And some of the things he said about Trump during Jan 6. Uh, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know what to expect on 2023. I, I really don't. We've got a lot of work to be done. And we've got a lot of people who need to start standing up. Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they can't do it by themselves. Brian Donalds, they can't do it by themselves. And where's Tim Scott? See, all these people, they want to hide when, the, when things get really hot. Now, they were all out there trying to support Herschel Walker and, you know, Lindsey Graham. And they're, oh, well, he's going to do this and he's that and blah, 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 blah. But where are you now? The country is in a crisis. Where are, where are, why aren't you guys going on the show saying the Twitter files, it's bad. And folks, it's bad. It's really bad. It's worse than Watergate when you have the FBI and the CIA going after Americans, censoring information in favor of one candidate. The whole Russia collusion thing was a big lie, a big made-up lie. And you have judges who are activist judges who know it, and they're trying to give it cover. Look at Bill Barr. He's at the front lines hoping that they can take down Trump. Because he thinks somebody else should be over the party. When Bill Barr himself came out and said, mail-in ballots, all that stuff is a recipe for disaster. And you know why? Because in, I think it was 1878, there was a big kerfuffle of people, of them extending the time to vote for almost a month. And guess who it benefited? The Democrats. All the way back to 1878, I'm reading a book right now called Rigged. See, we've forgotten about that. We've forgotten about that part of history. 
folks, it's time to wake up. And they're not teaching it in our schools. So you're doomed to repeat the past because you don't remember it. This is not good. We've got to wake up, smell the political coffee, and realize that our country is about to fall. And if you think that Joe Biden couldn't win in 2024, you're fooled because they will cheat and they will lie, Andrew, so that he will walk right. Well, well I won't say walk back into office, but crawl back into office uh-huh. or be wheeled back into office because the man has Alzheimer's or dementia. And we're yet to get a complete update or checkup of his mental capacity or physical capacity because no one is asking for it. Yeah, maybe stumble back into office like that clip of him falling down the airplane stairs time and time again. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track, in an easy, effective, and very tasty way. Switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. Just in case, guys, you didn't know, I'm fired up. We spent a couple of days on Christmas holiday. I enjoyed it. Spent time with my family. I was in Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, and had a great time. Oh, and, and by the way, Andrew, I did let everyone know that when we did one of our Christmas shows with Miss Pinky, that you weren't there, that you were away with your family enjoying the holidays. So did you do anything special during the holidays with your family? Well, the older you get, it's always special when you get to hang out with your family, I guess. But uh, yeah, I went over to my parents' house and 
open presents and my nephew was over there and my brother had a great time on a Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas night, uh, Melissa and I just kind of took it easy, stayed at the house and relaxed, watched some movies. I uh, watched yeah. uh, the, the new Prey movie. Have you heard of that? It's like the new Predator movie. No, I've never pretty, heard of it. It was all right. If you like those old Predator movies, this one's all right. It wasn't like super hokey or anything like that. It had some good <laughs> scenes in it. So uh, I would recommend that. Prey, it's on Hulu. Uh, how about yourself, Rob? Uh, any highlights from the Christmas season this year for yourself? Well, I mean, uh, the boys were watching Home Alone nonstop. Every chance they got, <laughs> it was they were watching. And what was funny is they'd say, oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. As soon as I put it on, they were all quiet and they were watching it. Home Alone 1 and right. 2. And in my opinion, those are the only two that are good. The yeah, ones hilarious. after that with the other actors, I'm like, yeah, I don't care for it. But yeah, we did a lot of watching Home Alone and them wanting to know what was in the presence. Uh, when I was growing up, very young, we didn't open up our gifts until Christmas Day. As we became teenagers, uh, you know, preteens, we started opening up one gift on Christmas Eve. But nowadays, kids want to open them up on Christmas Eve, at least five or six, and then they expect to have 10 more on Christmas <laughs> to open yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Every family has their own, like, little uh, tradition they do, right? When I was a kid, uh, my parents would package all the clothes like clothing items that we would get. So we'd open up our clothes on Christmas Eve because it's not very exciting. And then uh, Saturday, we'd fall asleep and wake up on Christmas Day. And then there would be our presents from Santa Claus under the tree, which would be like toys and fun stuff. I guess they didn't want to blame Santa for uh, getting us clothes. And, you know, that's another thing that uh, when I was growing up, we would get clothes on Christmas. But today's kids, that's like the last thing they want, clothes. And if you put clothes in a bag or a box and wrap it up, they'll open up and say, oh, okay, fine. Where are the toys? It's like, uh, what about that? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. So I got them both, my nephew and my son, snow clothes for the impending snow that they were saying that that's coming. They're hoping for snow. I'm not. So I got them snow boots and these snow pants. And I got them the day Christmas Eve, actually. I'm like, do I wrap them? Do I not? I'm like, uh, I'll wrap them. Now, of course, like I said, when it came around to open it up, it's like, oh, wow, great. Where's the snow? Like, there's no snow. Okay, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay. It was short-lived but... excitement. Huh? Right, short-lived excitement. It's like, okay, there's no snow. Okay. And like, we went to uh, a friend's place in Stanford, and he has a uh, pool in his building. So they spent the time in the pool. There was no snow. So it's like, oh, can we go to the pool? I'll go to the pool. Every other hour, let's go to the pool. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And by the way. The building that we're staying at, because bring this full circle, was a former Trump building that the management decided to remove Trump's name because they didn't like they don't like Trump. And during one of my holiday, we also visited friends, went to one friend's place, and a majority of them I could tell were uh, Biden supporters. And I was just seeing that I was just looking at them like, no, with all the crime that's taking place. And they were lamenting about the crime and the prices and food prices. And I'm like, but you guys voted for this in November. And now you're lamenting. And the conversation moved to Whole Food. And this one guy came up and said, oh, no, don't go to Whole Food. Because, and I'm like, why? Well, because they, uh, they, they support Trump. 
I'm like, really? Oh yeah, don't go to Whole Food. I'm like, oh okay. I said, did you get any of your gifts from <laughs> uh, from Amazon? Oh yeah, all my gifts. I did all my shopping from Amazon. I'm like, really? Well, you do know that Amazon owns Whole Food, so if you're saying that Whole Food donated to Trump, Amazon did the same thing. Of course, the conversation changed. I wasn't going to get into an <laughs> argument with them, you know. But I just I I marvel when I go to these you know you go to these different outings events, and you hear people lamenting about the state of the economy, the state of the world. And it's like, but this is what you voted for. You wanted this. So why are you complaining? Either they're completely stupid and dumb, and I think a lot of them are, or the media has managed to indoctrinate these people and not report on the facts, which is what's happening now with the Twitter files. You don't see Washington Post, the New York Times, any of the broadcast news or the cable news talking about the Twitter files, talking about what the FBI and the CIA has done. That is extremely scary because we rely on them to report the news. And that's the reason why they're mentioned in the Constitution, to keep our politicians and our government officials honest. But they're not doing it. They're giving them cover. And as we went to break during the last half of the first segment block of the show, I said, do not doubt for a minute that if Biden choose to run for the presidency, he could very well win. That's not saying that he'll win legitimately, because we know that can't happen, because it didn't happen in 2020. Let me say that again. Biden did not win the election of 2020 fair and square. They cheated and they lied. We've got proof of that. I know a lot of you don't want to accept it. I know a lot of Republicans don't want to accept it. I know that independents don't want to accept it because they can't handle the truth. What they want us to believe is that it happened, let's move on. And that was a line we got when Republicans didn't get the wet rave that they wanted during this last election in November. A lot of independents refused to accept the truth, and they said, so what we're hearing, and in the numbers, that, well, we didn't want to hear all those people were election deniers, and we just wanted to move on. So what, in essence, what you're saying, that although cheating took place, and there was disinformation or misinformation, you wanted to overlook it. Now, let me hit you with something harder than that. This is what happened, or this is what happens a lot of times with the Holocaust. A lot of people don't want to accept what Hitler had done to the Jews, what he did do to the Jews. They want to overlook it. Now, some will say, oh, you can't compare the two. One was so brutal. You're right. What Hitler did was extremely brutal. But this is a modern day event was happening when you're able to censor information so that people can't understand or know the truth. When they can't see that their government is working against private citizens, when they can't see that their government is going after parents because they don't want gay stuff taught in schools. And it's really bad because also during the holidays, I had a conversation. I heard some kids talking and they said, how many genders are there? I said, there are two genders. There are just two genders. That's it, male and female. And someone said, oh, no, but, you know, you've got – I'm like, no, that's a lie. There are only two, okay? All this other stuff is made up. And when I, when I was hearing this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, our schools are teaching kids that there's more than one gender. 
Now, we've known this for quite some time. But at the level that is happening, it's extremely dangerous. It is extremely dangerous. Because you will have a group of kids growing up thinking that there is more than one gender. And they want to start at this young age because they're sponges. So when you have parents like Charlize Theron, who adopted a black child, a little boy. And the little boy told her, she adopted a little boy and a little girl. I think the little girl was, uh, I think there is an age difference of probably, I think four years. It might be less, but let's say four. So the little girl was older. So when she adopted the little boy, and just a little background, Charlize Theron is a, she's white. She's actually African-American because she was born in Africa and she came to America and became a citizen. So she is, in fact, a true African-American. I'm black. I'm not an African-American. I'm a black American. But you got these liberals wanting to tell me that I should be considered myself an African-American. They're putting that out. They know you're African. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm an American. You want to say an American who's black? That's fine. But I'm not African-American. So don't refer to me as being an African-American. Okay, she is an African-American because she was born in Africa and she came here. Now, that being said, she adopted two black children, little girl, little boy. Now, of course, the little girl was older. The little boy is going to want to emulate the older sibling. So he just tells her one day, I think the kid was probably three or four, that I'm not a little boy, I'm a little girl. Oh my gosh, Charlize Theron, the movie star, went crazy. I was misgendering my child. Oh, my God. He's actually a little girl. And would you believe from that moment on, she started treating that boy like a little girl, dressing him up in girly clothes? Now, where's Child Protective Services? Yeah, it's horrible. We see the same thing with uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle yeah. Union, who basically stole their child from the real mother and turned him into a transgender who the mother is now suing. Hopefully she's successful and gets her kid back. Andrew, it is horrible what Charlize Theron is doing. Now, I said, where's Child Protective Services? Where's Child Protective Services looking at Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union? I used to like Gabrielle Union. I don't like her anymore because she's a mean woman. She's an angry woman. She's an, I, I'll go a little farther. She's an angry black woman. She's angry at what society has done to her in her life. She feels as if though the opportunity that she should have gotten as a black entertainer, she didn't get it because of the color of her skin. Well, lo and behold, when you look at the entertainment industry, it's full of a bunch of liberals. So it is the liberals, the woke liberals <laughs> that have been keeping the opportunities from her. I'm serious, Andrew. But you yeah. know, she wants to blame conservatives. Oh, it's the conservatives. No, your industry is controlled by liberals. And you know what else? It's controlled by a bunch of gay liberals, right. lesbians. You can't make this stuff up. And if Republicans had the kuhanas, they would stand up and say, no, your fight shouldn't be with us. We've been trying to push for equal rights for you. But it's those gay liberals, those woke liberals who control the entertainment industry that have been suppressing you. Going back to Charlize Theron. So she's been telling this little boy that he's a little girl. Child Protective Services, nowhere to be found. But if you, as a parent, were to discipline your child, were to spank your child, all child protective services would be right there. We're taking the child from the home. Look at how backwards our country has fallen. And you know what? A lot of these ideas have come from these individuals. 
from other countries, countries that have been suppressing them. They have come here and they're bringing all that craziness here. This has got to stop. It has to stop the country. I don't even recognize the country. Well, I, I, I'll say this. I don't recognize a country where you're going to these large liberal cities. But when you go to small town America, they still have those same Christian values. Those still same wholesome values, albeit they're trying to push it there. They're trying to make it that if you don't agree with them, you shouldn't be able to participate in society. That's what they want. You can't participate in society. How have they managed to get their agenda across? Now, I said once that the Republicans have lost the battle. We're going to lose the war if we don't wake up and wake up fast. Look at Sam Blankman Freed, the FTX guy. Look at all the money he gave to the Democrats. All that. And, and no one is, he, again, no one is thinking about this. No one is connecting right. the dots. I saw he had the highest bill to ever uh, be paid off to get out. I, I believe it was like $250 million. I'm not sure what that is. I think you only have to pay like 10% to get out. But man, 10% of $250 million is still a lot of money. So uh, this guy's paying for his little bit of freedom. But it just seems to me like the Democrats are going to try and throw him under the bus, get him put in prison before he's able to speak and tell people what he was doing for the Democrats. Well, if he goes to prison, because right now, like you said, $250 million was the bail. And again, you got to connect the dots. His dad, Stanford, uh, a Stanford professor, the mom is Stanford, Stanford professor in California. And you know what else? The mom, her Rolodex, it is filled with Democrat big cats. Their home in California is only worth $4 million. So where did the other money come from? These are the things that Republicans should be asking. Okay? But they're not asking. And you know what else? A lot of the conservative outlets, they're not asking either. They're just telling you, oh, the home was worth $4 million, but the bill was $250 million. Oh, and the wife, the mom, his mom, oh, she has a lot. Her Rolodex is full of big Democrat fat cats. Okay. The story should continue. Who gave them the money to put up the bail? Who? How was she able to raise that amount of money? Well, we probably know the Hollywood bigwigs probably uh, donated money. I'm sure Ron Burkle, who the big billionaire, supermarket billionaire. But we don't know. And no one's going to ask the question. But on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to ask the question. We should know. This was an offense to the government. Who put up the money to get him out? Now, remember, he was in, I think it was the Bahamas. They said, oh, he was in a horrible jail. He wanted vegan food. He couldn't get it. He's going to find extradition. Oh, he's not. Do you actually think he's going to stay there at a horrible jail cell when he could come back to America <laughs> and live in the lap of luxury, which is what he's doing now? Yeah, he's at home out. now. Yeah, he's at home now, Andrew, with a, a ankle bracelet on in his parents' $4 million posh mansion. $250 million bail. Who gave them the money? But don't you think the wife is calling in all these little favors from Democrats and all these other people? Don't you think that the judge who's going to hear this is going to be a favorable judge? So if he gets to prison, if he goes there, he should be there for life. But right now, he was able to spend Christmas with his family. Think about the Jan 6 folks. Look at how long they've been in jail. 
unable to reach out to their family to hug their loved ones. Yeah. This remember guy. Oh, a year ago from uh, last Christmas, I remember talking about Kim Potter, who the judge wouldn't let her out of jail to spend oh. Christmas with her family. Instead, she had to be uh, in prison during that period of time. Kim Potter, the one who the woman who shot accidentally Dante Wright, because Dante Wright was trying to get away, trying to fight the police, and everyone thought, oh, he's oh, this was racism. No, he was half black, half white. Okay, but they wanted to go look at what happened to him, and this is just this is horrible. Kim Potter, whose son is serving in the US military to protect you all. Well, I don't know if he's serving there now because I don't know if he took the shot. Because Mark Malley is trying to fill the military up with trans and gays and everything else who can't fight. I'm just speaking truth to power. I'm, I'm not going to hold my tongue like some Republicans. I'm going to speak the truth because the truth will set us free, will make us free. Okay, we got to wake up. Kim Potter, a veteran of the police force for 18 years, sitting in prison right now because she accidentally killed Dante Wright, who had he listened to her, would still be alive. And by the way, folks, Dante Wright wasn't a saint. He was a bad guy. Okay, his mo baby mama, he had beaten her up. He had also had another little uh, running with the law. But now these dead, oh, let's make him a saint, just like George Floyd. George Floyd is not a saint. I don't want history to record him as a saint. George Floyd was a two-bit porn star criminal. Yes, he was a porn star, by the way. Well, I, I wouldn't say he was a star, but he had dabbled in porn. Look him up. The media won't tell it to you, but I'm going to tell it to you. Okay. No, he shouldn't have died. Okay. It's unfortunate. Okay. But he is not a hero. There shouldn't be a bust around the country of George Floyd. There should not be all these statues. There should not be scholarships in honor of George Floyd. No. George Floyd died. His family got $147 million, which is a bit excessive. It was way too much. But it was just a form, another form of reparation. That's all it was. Folks, let's just be honest. They gave them $147 million for reparations. That's it. Because there was a white person who got killed also. Their family didn't get that amount of money. Back in Arkansas, I think they just got like $2 million. Brianna, Brianna, whatever her name was, look at her family. All this money is just for reparations. Because you got woke judges, woke jurors who are saying, oh, well, look at what we did to black people. It's time for reparations. No. Okay. By being born in America, you hit the jackpot. Yes. The system was stacked against black people because of the South, because of Jim Crow. Because you had people to turn their backs and they allowed the Southerners in the South to just run right over black people as if though they did not count. Yes, that happened. But look at who did it. The Democrats. That's right. And because they did it, the rest of us have got to pay for their sins. No. And if you want to, look at California now. Los Angeles. The mayor there. A black woman. San Francisco. The mayor there. A black woman. Now, they want to come up with reparations. We're in San Francisco, uh, I think they want to do it for uh, trans, which makes absolutely no sense. But they want to come up with reparations. Oh, we want to give them money. We want to give them free money. The same thing in Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If they start writing checks for $200,000, you're going to have a lot of people coming out and say they identify as transgender. <laughs> well, well, Andrew, I think you should go in also because you're Italian right. and you, the Italians were abused as well. And what about those whites who stood beside blacks who lost their lives fighting for civil rights? What are we going to do for them?
No one's going to say anything about it. Now, we went over a little bit on this, but I want to pick this up on the other side of the break, reparations, because I want to, I want everyone to understand this whole thing with reparations. Go ahead, Andrew. Take us to break. You're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy. Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out all the great products, and save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. So make sure you go to HealthyCell.com, find whatever product that looks good to you, and you could save 25% off if you use the promo code OUTLOUD at checkout. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Eaton. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is the last block of the show. Folks, we're giving you a lot of information. Now, this is, a, this is just part of our extended, uh, the first half of our year-end wrap-up that we're trying to cover a lot of the things that's taking place. And when we went to break, I was talking about reparations and how they've been giving black people reparations whenever uh, they said that the police killed someone or whenever some injustice would take place, they'll give them all this money, pad all this money. And it's your taxpayer money that's being paid by you locally, by the different towns or cities that you live in through the insurance company. So of course, the prices are going to go up. Now, just going back to reparations, you have these people out talking about reparations, like I said, in Los Angeles. You During the – I think it was the 2020 election, you had a lot of the Democrats. They would go to Al Sharpton's headquarters, and in order for them to get the vote of the blacks, they had to say or swear that they were going to consider reparations. So whenever they got up there, it was Elizabeth Warren, uh, Joe Biden, of course, Kamala Harris, the, the dummy that she is, Pete Buttigieg, Edge, they all went there. Even Beto O'Rourke, who failed running for president twice, failed for running for governor. I wish he would just go away. But they all came with, oh, yeah, reparations. Here's the thing about reparations that no one is talking about. They're all looking at put a dollar amount on it. Let's give black people money, 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 because they're looking, we're going to make all these black people rich. But if you want to be true to the concept and the idea of reparations, you go back to what it was supposed to be, and it was 40 acres and a mule. Said nothing about money. I don't know how money entered into the equation. Now, some will say, oh, well, we gave the Indians money. Okay, but that's different. Well, we gave the Japanese for the internment camps. Okay, that's fine. But what you promised black people 
was 40 acres and a mule. Now, in my humble opinion, all these reservations that we're doing for Indians and this extended, protracted, in perpetuity, we're going to give them this. To me, that needs to end. It's over. Okay, if they haven't pulled themselves up by now, it ain't going to happen. Because all those people who were uh, impacted by the foolish decisions that their ancestors made, we gave them liquor, we gave them this, we gave them all this land, it's over. Okay, we got to stop having people on in, in perpetuity welfare. It's over. The buck needs to stop. Because this will never end. I'm sorry. We've given them reservations. We've given them, uh, not reservations, but we've put up casinos on the reservations. And they're making money. They don't pay taxes on it. In Oklahoma, they get free health care. This has got to stop. Okay, we'll be into year 3000, and we're still doing it. When does it stop? When is it that these people are able to stand on their own and survive? It's this guilt thing. It has to stop. But going back to the reparations, in my humble opinion, if we're going to be true to the word of giving them reparations, 40 acres and a mule, give them land. Give black people, their ancestors, and all the mixes and, all, and everyone else, give them land. Land is valuable. You can take the land, get a developer, they can build on the land, and then bam, there's your money. Giving people money does not help because they can't appreciate it. You'll give it to them, they'll gamble it away. They'll go out and open up, oh, I'm going to get a, a cannabis uh, dispensary. They'll be foolish with the money. Give them land. Let's end this talk about money. But you see, no one is talking about that, Andrew. No one is talking to someone. Said, well, what about the mule? Okay, well, you can give them a mule also if you want to. Give them a horse. Fine. But to me, 40 acres. Give them the 40 acres. We've got so much land that's out there that we got a lot of people that are trying to take over this land. Give them the land. And then all of you people who are woke, that we don't want you using the land, okay, then don't use your land. Give them land with oil on it. Okay? That's, that's the best way. But money, I don't think so. End it. End this whole thing with money and how many, how are we going to calculate it? And no, you know, because the biggest thing you're going to have to come up with is how are you going to find out who the descendants were? Because we're all mixed. Yeah, we're all mixed. I've done my DNA. I'm mixed with everything. Give them land and you can end it. Here's your land. If you want a mule, we'll give you a mule. But that's it. In my humble opinion, it should be land. What do you think, Andrew? As land as opposed to money. That wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> it wasn't part of the deal, $250,000 and a mule. It was 40 acres. That's a lot. And if you want to, like, say, let's look at it, take it, and look, and let's add some more into it over time and how it depreciated, appreciated, that's fine also. But if you want to be true to the promise, give them land. Why isn't that being discussed? Why aren't Republicans, why aren't scholars out saying, wait a minute, what are you talking about money for? That money, you can lose it. 40 acres and a mule. Why? Why is it that being discussed? I think that would resolve a lot of the issues. Give them that. Maybe I should title this episode, 40 acres and a mule. Because when you look at it, I mean, 
uh, look at the entire picture. With that, you can do your own little thing, create your own little community. Black people can get together. The ones who think they were wrong, a lot of these politicians, Jesse Jackson can get together with Al Sharpton. They can create a community, but they won't do it. They want to go with the most divisive thing, the most divisive plan. Yeah. Could you imagine the violence in that community? <laughs> oh, yeah, there will be violence because they won't get along. <laughs> Yeah, and put them all together, and you can do what you want to do. If you don't want to, you know, you want to have all these trans, this and oh, there you go. There's your community. There you go. That's what Bree London should do in San Francisco. So she wants to give trans money. I mean, and that's the problem that we're having right now with the schools. You got men saying that they're trans just to go into the female bath bathroom. Look at all these athletes. And, and if a judge can't look at this and say, this makes absolutely no sense. Any judge just saying, oh, let the trans compete with the women, we need to take away his judgeship. And just speaking of judges, I read an article the other day, and I said this was going to happen with Katanji Brown Jackson. And they were saying that, oh, of all the judges, she had so many questions and she was challenging the conservative judges and she was doing this and doing that. I'm like, really? Now, just think about this. Had If that did happen, and I'm sure she just asked a lot, a number of questions, which, you know, the judge, well, the deal is, is that when you're a new judge on the court, you usually just sit, you're quiet, and you say nothing. I remember when Clarence Thomas joined the court, and they made fun of him. A lot of the uh, folks on the left, they said, oh, he's just sitting there, he's not saying anything, he doesn't know what to say, because he shouldn't have been there. And then in came the women, I think it was uh, Elena, Katz, uh, whatever her name is. Elena and then Sotomayor, they came on and they were talking. They had questions and everyone, oh, look at them. The women, they're taking over the court. Now, we all know that Sonia Sotomayor, she gets her facts mixed up and she reads a lot of fake news and she presents what she hears in fake news on the court, which is wrong. But no one breaks her over the coals for it. They'll just say, oh, don't say anything about it. No, she got information wrong and she's supposed to be a Supreme Court judge and they should attack her. Well, not attack her, but they should call it out. But that being said, back to my point about uh, what's her name? Uh, the woman who doesn't can't define a woman. Katanja Brown Jackson. She can't. She doesn't know what a woman is. I'm like, well, what are you? But she's there. They're saying she's asking all these questions. Now imagine if she were to ask questions, and someone like Clarence Thomas were to challenge her, or better yet, Brad Kavanaugh. Oh, the first thing the media would say, oh, they're racist. And Clarence Thomas, how could he? He shouldn't be on the court because of his wife. But the others, oh, they're racist. It's a no-win situation. She should have never been put on the court. It was identity politics. She's a token. Let's just admit it. A lot of the folks in Biden's White House are tokens. That's a dreaded word that no one wants to hear. No one wants to be a token. But they're all tokens because of identity politics. Because there were more accomplished people who should be in uh, Katanji Brown Jackson's place. Look at Merrick Garland who's still angry that he's not on the court. Why don't he challenge Biden and say, you should have picked me, not her? But he didn't do it because he had to pick her because she's a token. Now remember, everyone on the left said that Merrick Garland was robbed of his seat and that he should be on the court. And when Biden had the opportunity to put him on there, he didn't put him there. Why didn't he? You see? But the media won't present that to you. They'll present something completely different, the same way they're presenting something completely different with 40 acres and a mule. They're always lying to us.
And there's no one out there to call them out, unfortunately. Why is that? The media, which was designed by the Constitution, was mentioned in the Constitution. They're not doing their job. And as Clarence Thomas said, maybe we need to rethink what they're doing. We should. Because from where I'm sitting and from what we're seeing, and I'm not making this up, the media is without a doubt an enemy of the people. The media, without a doubt, is working with the government, working with the government on the left. That's corrupt. Joe Biden's administration to confuse you, to indoctrinate you, to have you to think that there are Brazilian genders and they're not, to have you to think that men can have babies. I was reading another article the other day of this guy uh, who is having a sex change. He's only been a woman for 40, I think for 34 months. Claiming to be, I'm not been a woman, but claiming to be this Dylan guy who was at the White House saying that, oh, you know, transgenders, they should be trans care. And by, oh, you're so right. You're so right. Now think about this, folks. If private insurance companies are forced to pay for the mutilation of children and adults just to mutilate their body, because in their mind, they think that there's something that they're not. Why is it that private insurances won't pay for plastic surgery? When people want plastic surgery, because they're thinking that they're young and they don't look it. You see where I'm going with this? If insurance companies, and this is what Biden wants to do, they're forcing companies, insurance companies, to pay for the mutilation of a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. They're forcing them to do it. If you don't do it, we're going to sue you. So this guy, Dylan, was able to trick the insurance companies to scare them to giving him surgery. If he wants that surgery, why can't he just go out and save for it, like people have done in the past? So he wants to pretend to be a woman because he thinks that. So if I think I'm a cat, you should treat me like a cat. But no, you would say I need a shrink. But see, now you have these woke psychiatrists who, when they were young, would hear this, and they, oh, well, that's not fair. So we're going to go into a medicine that we're going to say, no, it's not nothing wrong with the mind. That's what has happened, folks. Over the last 20 years, you've had people enter into the profession, and now they're changing the script. The American Medical Association is a hoax, just like the World Health Organization is a hoax. Radicals have attacked those institutions. And now they're putting out their indoctrination. We need to wake up and see what's happening. This is star story. Now, as opposed to saying 40 acres on a mule, maybe I should, we should title this show. It's time to wake up. Because what's happening to us is very dangerous. And it shouldn't be happening. And I'm so afraid that the next decade, if we don't put the brakes on this, we won't even recognize, we won't even have a country because China could very easily come in. How do we know that Biden isn't a puppet master? Like they said that Trump was a puppet master of Russia. How do we know that Biden isn't a puppet master of China? Because we can't get to the bottom of anything because the media won't tell us. If we don't wake up, if Republicans don't start standing up and being forceful, and I do mean forceful, even if it requires you going to jail, you need to do it. So back to, as I said earlier, George Santos, Leave him be. Let him go to Congress. I don't care about the lies. 
If he's going to help us with our agenda, then so be it, Andrew, plain and simple. Because if we don't start supporting each other the way we should, all this craziness is happening with Dylan and then giving people money and then telling people, oh, you're a boy, you're a girl, you're this and you're that. And then Twitter exposing the FBI and the CIA, no one is saying anything about it. Can you imagine what's going to happen down the line? 2023? Oh my God, I'm afraid. Because people are asleep at the wheels. And I will leave it on that note to caution you. Wake up, speak up. Do whatever you have to do. I'm not saying to be violent. But you got to be heard. And you got to hold our elected officials accountable. Plain and simple, Andrew. Yeah, very well said, Rob. Hard to believe we're out of time already tonight. This episode flew right by. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up or a five-star review if you can. We appreciate that a great deal. Helps America Out Loud go to the top of the streaming apps algorithm. So those thumbs up five-star reviews do help us out a great deal. And we do appreciate it. You can also go to americaoutloud.com and click the listen live tab for 24 seven talk radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember stand for something or fall for nothing.